What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jackie Ray. I'm here with my good friend. Devontae Ferguson, a.k.a. Devontae. Ooh, Ooh yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. We're going to try to do our best to make sure that Antonio Brown does not take up this whole show. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to let that happen. He's taking over everywhere else. <laughs> he has, but we're going to talk about Antonio Brown. We're going to talk about um, these college kids potentially getting played. Played. Well, they're getting played yeah, right now. Yeah, they've been getting played for, for a very long, long time. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk about them possibly getting paid and what that means to Tim Tebow. Oh, um, also, somebody's mad. Yeah, big mad. Um, <laughs> also, there are some injuries around the league that are, you know, causing some havoc, especially for Houdat Nation. But um, so, but we're going to get right into this Antonio Brown thing. Um, I was really honestly and truly hoping that all we would talk about about Antonio Brown this week was his first game with the Patriots. You his know, four catches, a little yeah. over 40 yards, and his touchdown. touchdown, which I thought, I mean, it wasn't the Antonio non stop Brown that we're used to. No, I mean, but, he, you know, he probably only knew a few plays. A few plays, plays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just went to practice on, what, Wednesday, mm-hmm. played on Sunday, so it's not a lot of time. So, you know, I, I definitely. He did one thing that I have to applaud him on. I understand that he's going to get fined for it, but he bounced right after. And, you know, the NFL has that rule yeah. that you have to be accessible to media. Yeah, I think he kind of knew with all I the thought questions it was smart. were going to be. Yeah, yeah because it, you're it, not going to talk to me about football. To, that would have been the one time the NFL should have been like, yeah, we, we, we'll we take care of that. There's no fine here. I understand. We all knew it was going to happen. Right. They were going to, they didn't care about the game. It was Miami, for right. God's sake. Nobody poor cared. Miami. <laughs> poor, poor, poor Miami. Nobody cared about the game. They just found, a, you know, they saw it as an opportunity and a chance to pounce on this dude and right. just ask him and try and get him to fold or give them a little sound bite or something like that and just maybe even try and get him to lose his cool. Right. I and think it, it was the best. I think yeah. he did the right thing. And even if he had, you know, pulled the beast mode where he was like, I'm just here so I don't get fined, that wouldn't have gone over well. It People would have ate well him alive. So I am very proud of him for leaving. But mm-hmm. um, before Sunday, you know, he would have just been talking about one woman who I, again. DJ Khaled, another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> and another one. Another um, one. The first woman, her statement is laughable. Um, it's it's yeah. definitely a I mean, there's some things in there that definitely need to be explored. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. is, uh, it didn't sound. It sound made up is what yeah. it sound like. It sounded like, um, I, I don't know any woman in her right mind that's going to be sexual sexually assaulted and then hop on a plane to Miami to be sexually assaulted again. And then a third time. And then a third time. So yeah. maybe my friends are exponentially smarter than this woman, which I that's quite possible. But um, I think the fact that she wanted money at first and didn't get it because he was supposed to settle it. And here's the thing. If he yeah. is innocent of this situation, again, very proud of him for saying, I'm just not going to get this chick this money yeah, for not, something well, I didn't do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether it was... By his own logic or a lawyer or somebody told him, like, hey, you pay this chick, it looks bad on you mm-hmm. eventually. You, if you're innocent, you're not giving in to any type of extortion. Right. Period. Period. So yeah, I, I agree with that. truly believes. I, I don't discount or doubt whatever she said happened. At mm-hmm. Some of it. Maybe not the rape or things like that. Um, but I definitely think things happen. And, I yeah. believed. I believe everything she said happened. Probably happened, happened. Yeah. But I believe it happened in a consensual situation. In a different light. Mm-hmm. Yes. But uh, I believe that. Yeah. He, he's. He truly believes that he done nothing wrong. Right. He did nothing wrong at all. And so. I. So here's the thing. Now we have an unnamed woman who was an artist who mm-hmm. 
Antonio um, commissioned to come to his home. And apparently by her testimony, this is something that if we scroll back far enough in his Instagram, we'll actually see it because she says while he, she was there doing this mural that he was all on Instagram like, oh, this artist is so dope and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm getting this shout out. Oh, yeah, that's proof you, right. that, the, so, that their interaction happened. Right. Yeah. Um, she said while... <laughs> Lord, forgive me for giggling. It's just that these these situations, like I can picture me in these situations. This her specific situation. Yeah, I can picture me doing some sort of work and turning around, and there's a half naked man. Fun fact: <laughs> it, this has happened to me before. It, it's never. It would never get to y'all <laughs> because how I'm going to handle the situation mm-hmm. entirely different. <laughs> so I right? mean, yeah, you you would have made it a thing. I'm I sure. Would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is me we're talking about. But, but so, you know, these women are probably intimidated at some point. She too. said she was not. And that's, they and say that's, that. That was why I believe her story. Because she said she turned around and she saw him. He was butt-ass naked, to quote mm-hmm. her. And that he just had a towel covering his genitalia. What is up with this dude right now? Because, so, one thing I will give these two women is their, their fixations of this guy are very similar. Mm-hmm. The stuff that they say he is doing is very consistent. Right. So I can't say that any of this is a lie. I think that everything happened, whether it was consensual or not, is right. all of this stuff. The second one, <laughs> probably not consensual. That just right. sounds like that was sexual misconduct. Right. And he should probably end up paying something or some type of... He should settle that. that one. Yeah, he should settle that. She, I would have settled one, that long ago. Yeah, long ago. <laughs> she said she only brought it up because a friend of hers was like, hey, you remember... Mm-hmm. What Antonio did, he doing other stuff too. You should tell yeah, so somebody. Maybe I should, yeah, say something just in case, maybe give courage for any if this has happened to anybody. Right. Because it is what I'm thinking what is going to happen with this situation right now is uh, I'm a little afraid for him. Before I was very confident for him. Now I'm a little afraid mm. because you had the one and then one another one popped his head like, you know what? I'm really only saying this just in case it happened to other people. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Now other people are gonna feel like groundhogs and they're just it's gonna be popping up, Mm -hmm. and I'm a little afraid for him. Yeah, and Antonio, um, he. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of hope for this situation. Well, I did too. Until today at the fumble, we were doing some research on this very topic, and then, and then I see Le'Veon Bell's baby mama. And she is alluding to the fact that she went to Miami specifically to be with Antonio and they're sleeping together. I mean, at that point, it's like, bruh, I can't. Yeah. (laughs) I can't even co-sign for you. What are you doing? Right. (laughs) What are you doing? I mean, I don't even have, like, at this point, you, whatever happens to you, mm-hmm. you brought entirely on yourself. I can't even, like, whether you did, I mean, clearly she's a willing participant. Now, if she says something, I, I implore you to go look at her Instagram now, because she's yeah. a very willing participant. And if she says that he did something to her, she lying for real, for real. But see, now this goes back to what I said before, me and you talked about, about um, him going on the commissioner's exempt list right. before. And I understand why he was able to play this week. One, Belichick was going to play him. If the NFL didn't do anything, he wasn't going to do anything. Right. We went and got this dude for a reason. We planned him. Mm-hmm. And we're going to play him a little bit before y'all take him away from us. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL should have put him on the commissioner's exempt list in the beginning. However, I understand why they didn't. They didn't because uh, 
Brittany Taylor mm-hmm. could not speak to them. They couldn't do it. Start an investigation until they could not start an investigation. I'm sorry, till until this week, she could not speak with them until this week. So, if you no one's saying anything, you can't really suspend him or put him on it. You can't do anything if no mm-hmm. one's saying anything. So now they just opened up the investigation today. Uh, I fully expect him to be put on the commissioner's list, exempt list, uh, within the next day. I fully expect that, like a thousand and ten percent, especially with the second um, allegation coming out. They just have to do some research. He's going to be there for a while. He's still going to be getting paid unless they decide to make it extreme and completely take him away, which they can't yet because he hasn't been charged of anything. Right. So he will. I think he will go on that list. They need to do a thorough investigation and listen to the people who are you assigned to interview these people because we all know they didn't listen to the person when it came to the Ezekiel Elliott case. Correct. She said that that woman was completely lying and they assigned her. Right. To, and she said she was lying and then they threw out her testimony and suspended him anyway. Right. All right. Well, I, you know, I got to say he he's making it tough to root for him. He really is. He's man. making it. And I, and I want to. I really want to. But he's making it tough. I'm just going to leave it at that. We're going to move on. Yeah. <laughs> on um, because, good luck, brother. Yeah, good luck. Um, who that nation? I'm confused. And I need some help. I need y'all to help me figure this out. Because, yes, and I have seen around, you know, if you look at ESPN, NFL, all these commentators are like, oh, yeah, uh, Saints season is done. Um, because Drew Brees is out for four to six weeks. I, you know, here's the thing. I love Teddy Bridgewater and I've always wanted him to get over that hurdle. He didn't do it. And he didn't do it in Minnesota. He's not going to do it for me. I know. But here's, here's the other thing. Um, what's his name? Taysom, Taysom Hill. Mm -hmm. Their third string quarterback. I like him. Okay, so does Sean Payton. Sean Payton said he is the second coming of Steve Young. Why isn't he playing? This is my question. Because you're paying Teddy Bridgewater way too much money. So I guess before they found out what they had in him, they, Teddy Bridgewater is the highest paid backup in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. You have to play. You, if, if for any other choice than to save face, mm. you have to play him. We're paying him way too much money not to, pay, not to play him. So, but what if you, what if you didn't save face? And you did go with your third string, and then you ended up with the Steve Young. What I think that's what's going to happen is Teddy Bridgewater is going to underperform, and they're not going to have any choice but to utilize mm-hmm. him. Uh, but I is it going to be too come, late at that point? I don't know. You don't want to be 0-8. I know, but they, <laughs> well, they did what they're supposed to do. When, mm-hmm. You know, your starting quarterback goes down, you go to your number two. He's mm-hmm. your number two for a reason. You're paying him like a number two. You get to at least give him a chance, right? Mm-hmm. I So what I say is I don't think that he's going to perform well enough to warrant staying on the field. Mm. I think once, you know, you go into a game and you're, you know, you got 120 yards and you threw a couple picks and something like that. Either that or he might get injured. I, I hope not. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not wishing but that But we all know Teddy Bridgewater is, he's one of the, another one of our injury prones. You know, yeah, him, and he, Robert Griffin third. Oh, RG3's Mr. Glass. Yeah. yeah. I, that, that poor man. I do want to say, I forgot to tell you guys, thank you guys so much for listening to us. If you're listening to us on iTunes, go ahead and subscribe. Give subscribe. us a thumbs up. If you're watching us on YouTube, hey y'all, hey. Mm. Make sure you also <laughs> subscribe and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we have a new video. Yes, and yes. follow me on all all things social media at Jerry the Fanatic. Follow Devonte at. Hey, if you want to find me, it's just Devonte Ferguson. I hate how smooth he is with it. I'm all like, <laughs> meh, meh, meh. he's like Devonte Ferguson. You know, it has to flow. Like Colt, forty five. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
You gotta think better of me than that. Come on now. What my mom thinks Billy D. Williams is one of the most handsome men on the planet. That is I, a compliment. I mean, yeah. What do the refs have against the New Orleans Saints? I don't know, but they're always on the wrong side of that call. That the, one call. It, but this is getting ridiculous. This is getting way too. It, it's too much, and it, it keeps happening against the Rams. Of right. All right. But even last week, they you know they were on the. The short end of a few calls that should have obviously gone their way. Mm-hmm. This week was ridiculous. They I, they wiped points off the board. For yeah, this week. it wasn't a oh should it have been a call should not. No, they took points off the board for this team. But see, this is a thing. Like, um, and I feel bad for coaches and whatnot because they can't if they say anything bad, you know, mm-hmm. then it's a problem. If they can't, they can't even say anything. I mean, you, know? you see Sean Payton. I mean, he was mouthing on the sideline. Yeah. it was like this is getting ridiculous. Right. I mean, it, it, those were his words. It's, it's crazy because wh- how do you, how do you continue explain to lift it? your team up after they know that they're playing against another team, another coach, and other refs? They're playing against all these different things, and it doesn't matter whether they're home or away. Yep. They are getting screwed constantly. Right. This is crazy. All the time. And I, um, I, <laughs> if you watch that game, which I did, you hear – I mean, shout out to the people who'd have to try to catch that, the bleeping out. But they missed a lot because all you heard, the what the? F-? Yeah. And my man, as he goes, so I ran 80 yards for nothing? Yes. I was like, oh, man. So it's bad. one thing if you take it back. It's like, oh, the quarterbacks, blah, blah. And then it's like, all right, well, we didn't even get the turnover in the first place. Right. So it's like I got the turnover and I ran 80 yards. But because you decided to call the play dead. And for and what you, reason, though? Why I, I I didn't understand why they determined that. That's the, why I, said I love Mike Pereira because he came on with real no BS. He was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, they they blew it. They blew it. They're trained. Let the play go. Because why? Because all scoring plays are reviewed right. automatically, regardless. Right. All turnovers are reviewed automatically, regardless. So why would you stop the play? He picks up the ball, hits the ground. He picks it up, he runs at a yard, and then you find out, oh, the quarterback's arm was going forward, or, oh, this, he tucked, blah, blah. Okay, no harm, no foul. Right. But this man picks up a ball, runs 80 yards, you call the play dead somewhere in between there, and now you find out that it was a turnover, and it was legit supposed to be a touchdown, but because you didn't do what you're trained and taught to do. So there has to be some repercussions for that, because, you know, these players get penalized for everything everything. if you wear a watch odell beckham you're getting Mm -hmm. penalized if you decide you know you don't want to talk to the to the media you're getting penalized um if you if you were even if it's to raise awareness about something legit like i don't know cancer or you know police brutality if you were if it's not the actual jersey you're getting fined you get fined for everything if you sneeze too hard sometime Mm -hmm. in a ref direction and he takes it a certain way but these refs are changing outcomes of games and seasons yeah and it's it's not fair there has to be some sort of i don't care if it means you got to replay the game Mm -hmm. with a whole net new set of refs and these refs need to be docked some pay it doesn't make sense that's the thing yeah it it, is you're never gonna hit them hard enough until Mm -hmm. you start digging into their wallets yeah and that's 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 the biggest part about it because these refs can they're playing to pretty much or i'm sorry they're refing these games and yes uh accuracy of calls makes a difference whether you get to coach in the playoffs and get that pay bump and then ultimately the most accurate refs gets to go to the super bowl and the pro bowl and do all those things that's the rewards mm-hmm. so yeah you get a couple bad calls you don't go to you don't get to coach in the, or ref in the playoffs right they don't care. No. They don't care. They still got their money. They got a salary. Mm-hmm. They're getting paid regardless. So 
But these players, they do one little thing. The first thing you do before a suspension. Right. <laughs> take their money. Before it start taking their money, mm-hmm. docking their paychecks. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you do the same exact thing? You know why? Because money hurts when you start taking money, especially from the refs, because they don't make as much as these players. Right. These players are affected by the amounts that you're taking, and they're making millions of dollars. These refs aren't making millions of dollars. But I bet if you dig in one of their pockets, all of a sudden now... Again, you're going to learn today because be, it doesn't make any sense, correct. you know? <laughs> and because as players, you I've I've heard um sideline coaching where it's like run you play through the play. You don't know what's happening. Play through the play. Yeah, you, that's how they're coached, that's how they're tell you. I've heard coaches say that in Pop Warner. You know what I mean? You're taught that from the time you start yeah, playing. Yeah, run to the end zone. To, yeah. Period. 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 So you're whistle or not, right. run to the end zone. So you ref <laughs> Through the play. It should be the same teaching. Yeah. And then you go over to your little booth yeah. and do what you do. But even in that play, you saw that man was off to the races. Nobody was catching him. Nobody was even close. Whether you called the whistle or not, that was a touchdown. Right. You know that. And you knew it. And so it, it, it just it lends to people. You know, people say all the time, oh, you know, the NFL is rigged. It's rigged. It's rigged. And it's as a fan, you don't want to believe that. But you see stuff like that. And you're like, there's no way. Yeah. This keeps happening to the same team, and it's not intentional. Yes. And when clearly this team is always in there playing their butts off, and they're mm-hmm. doing the same. I mean, when it happens in the playoffs like that, it's hard to say that it's not rigged. Mm-hmm. And then when it comes around, like you say, it comes around to them again. And it's uh, in these high situations, big stakes games. These things, it, It's almost like, as of right now, it looks like Vegas has some stock in L.A. right now. I mean, right. it just. <laughs> right. Which it, would make sense. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, nothing against the Rams. You're doing your thing. Nothing against the Rams, but everything against these refs. Y'all yeah. need to get it together. Um, Please. Quickly. Uh, but. Now we Stepping can go back, on to yes. how, about how about them, them Cowboys? Cowboys that, 2-0. You know what? Keller Moore has still... He's a ge- I, he I can't still believe impressed, I'm uttering man. these, these words. These receivers... And it's not... Dak isn't even being... He's being challenged a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's not like he's throwing it to big, tight windows. These receivers Mm-mm. are wide, wide open. open. Mm-hmm. And yes, granted, the Giants aren't very good. The Redskins... I think the Redskins should get a little bit more credit than... People are giving them right now. The Redskins are a decent team. They were up like 17 on right. Philly. And then, and then Philly did their thing. It came back and barely won that game against the Redskins last week. That was more of a good Philly team than a bad Redskins team. I think Redskins are a middle-of-the-road team. I think that they're going to finish somewhere 7-9, and 8-8. Eight and eight. I think that well, they'll be okay. There was but, a time when the NFC East was, was the division to beat. Yeah, because and, everybody was good. Right. I don't think... That's the time that we're in. This year? No, I think you have two really good teams. Right. And I think one of them is going to separate Right. this year. So I think, <laughs> you know, not to give the naysayers any credit, but I do think I really do kind of need to see the Cowboys play yeah. a team of a different caliber before I can be like, okay, and they're on the to something. The problem is you, you have to play who's on your schedule. This is right. the NCAA. You don't control. <laughs> you can add games here. The NFL controls who they play. Yeah, so, but see, this is what I'm saying. This is why I feel like the naysayers are going to have a field day. So you had the Giants, which poor Eli, it's time. It's time for y'all to move on from yeah, Eli. Yeah, yeah. I'm so Daniel sorry. Daniel Jones should be starting quarterback at that football team. Ooh, Lord. And why y'all are hanging on to this man so tight is beyond me. But, you know, then you have Washington and now you're going to have the Dolphins. Yeah, and that's what I say. <laughs> you know, so it's going to be a while before we get that test because then in week four, now you got a Saints team without Drew Brees. It's, this is what I'm saying. Like, I was yeah. so looking forward to that Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking forward to that. Yeah. I was looking forward to taking this off. You know, right. uh, we still got the Patriots on there, on the, yeah. you know, somewhere down there in Chicago. But even 
So, but even Chicago snuck in a win. Yeah, you know I'm not what even I mean? Really, it's I not like, they got a good defense, though. That right. should be... That will tell us about Kellen Moore, something right. like that. Like these teams, even the Saints, you know, so week four would be my, if we go up there, even if even if you do win that game without the Drew Brees, what the offense does against, because the Saints defense is a better test mm-hmm. than the, these first three weeks. Mm-hmm. That'll show you like, okay, they're a real deal. Right. So I'm looking at week four to say like these Cowboys are the real deal. I mean, right. they look the part right, right. now. Right. They look good. I mean, these receivers are wide open. And, and people forget these still are in it. Yeah, they aren't great, but they are still NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Josh Norman is still one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and he got torched all game long. Right, He right. talked mad trash, and every receiver that lined up over there destroyed him. Even my boy, fellow Ohio State, Devin Smith. Welcome yes. back, man. Yeah. Two ACLs. Blown out with the Jets and everything like that, man. Such a hard injury to come back from, and you it, came back from it twice. Man, and he is he barely snuck on the roster, yep. man, and just he is doing his thing. And, yep. and unfortunately, Michael Gallup is going to be down for about two to four weeks. And he's another one that, you know. Yeah, he even he came from come, year one to year yeah, two, Yeah, it's a totally different player. And so it kind of lends to, back to what you're saying, it's, the big difference, the biggest difference it, right, we're seeing right now is Kellen Moore. Yeah, because everybody's open. Jason, right. man, listen. My, and Jason's oh, so man, slow, Whitten, but I, I love, love him. But he can't outrun so anybody slow. on the field. You can't run not one person on the field, but yet he is always, always open. open. You know, I'm I'm very happy for the Cowboys right now. I yeah, am. you know, their offense looks good. The defense still seems like it's rounded into form a little bit. They're right. getting a little bit better, a little bit here and there. Um, right. And you see more from them. But... They 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 are flying. I mean, Kellen Moore right now is killing the game. Yeah, he he, he looks really good. Dak is doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Dak, threw, you know, they had a ball tipped up and it was intercepted, mm-hmm. and then complete. I mean, went off the rest of the game. Yeah. I think it pissed him off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He seems he seems less. Um, I don't want to say rattled because I've never seen him rattled, he but I have seen control. him get inside his head a little bit. Yeah, he just seems like I do this. He's yeah. just out there like. Listen, my money's coming. I do this. Yeah, I got a line. I got, man, my boy Zeke back here. Yeah. Man, y'all get young and went out and got me some receivers. And I have an offensive coordinator who is calling plays that are best suited for me. Right. It's not trying to force me because Scott Linehan was there for Tony Romo, mm-hmm. not for Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. It was time for him to go. He was right. I agree. Dak Prescott. And this man, Kellen Moore, is here for Dak Prescott. Right. And one <laughs> of the things that irritated me so much about Dak was I what I. I would hear over and over again, like, we have to write Dak-friendly plays, Dak-friendly plays, which meant sounded to me, and still does, um, that we have to write kind of these college-friendly plays. Yeah, but friendly play doesn't – and that's what we're learning yeah. now. It doesn't mean, oh, what he did in college. Right. It means what we have to play towards his strengths. Right, which, I mean, is still similar to what he did in college. I don't want to mm-hmm. say that it's not. But he's also developing in other areas as well, and he's getting better, like, he's – I don't even know. I can't even find a word stronger than immensely, but something stronger than immensely more talented now beyond 15 yards than he was even a year oh, ago. Oh, it's, it's, it's not even. I mean, yeah. but it's <laughs> Kellen Moore has made it so it's easy. I mean, people are getting steps, but yes, he is. Uh, he's not Dinkin and Dinkin and or yeah, Dinkin and Dak. Yeah. I like to yeah. call it this man. I mean, people forget once he got Amari Cooper last year, he led the league and air travel like mm-hmm. how far the ball went before mm-hmm. actually hitting the receiver's hands yeah so he's not dinking and dack in the last 10 games of the the season last year and this year already he's ahead of the league he's yeah. above everybody and he's so putting he's the, ball the ball in places the where like 
I'm more confident now that he can throw into a little bit of coverage because yeah. he can put the ball where only his receiver can get it. So he's definitely grown, which is amazing to me. It's still it's going to be amazing to me for a long time that a man who couldn't win the starting job can teach this to the man that did because Dak is definitely a better quarterback with Kellen that Moore at quote, the helm than that he quote is. Right there is never rang true. Those who cannot, yeah. those who cannot do teach. Can you believe? And I, I actually looked this up and heard it earlier. So. The the top 100 football players list that came out over the offseason, not one of them included this man, Dak Prescott. I can believe that. And, and Out of the top 100 player, he wasn't a top 100 player? Not to me, no. Um, be, I never saw, and that's why I'm... Even with the highest completion rating last year, and or not the completion rating, but the highest QBR last year, and then going, after he actually got a legitimate receiver, led the... No, the, because you... Because almost you, every quarterback in category? No, <laughs> no. And I'm going to... Because you, you look at you look at his body of work you know what I mean and and you don't for me anyway like I just couldn't give him that credit and because you know originally I, I think I think I told you like oh poor Amari you know he's a deep he's a deep receiver and Dak doesn't have a deep arm and I and you saw glimpses of that you know at the end of last season but you didn't get the whole oh man he can send yeah you can, but Dak, can we, send Amari far far away we kind of knew Amari was a perfect because Amari's a route runner and right that's what Dak needed. See, that's why Dak and Dez didn't work mm-hmm. because Dak wasn't the quarterback. So I'm not going to just throw the ball up there at you. You'll you'll stand over there all damn day before I do that. Right. Romo was like, "Hey, go up and get it. Right. Whatever. I'll get because at this I'll point, I'm running you. for my life anyway. All the I'll, time. I'll just, just get it to you. Yeah, yeah I'll just get it to you. Dak is like, uh, I can move. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'll throw it to somebody else. So I think it's a combination of things. You know, again, the the Amari thing happened. You know, later. Mm-hmm. Um, what we saw before that wasn't impressive it wasn't and but yet this man still did the first year get them all the way to uh the he first did, but you yeah. but you just said for me and i think for a lot of people who who can kind of look at it as a whole you thinking oh this is the kind of the same thing that happened with rg3 he's new everyone mm-hmm. was so used to tony romo the controversy was playing into it as well it was just kind of must-see tv so as as well as that did with what 12 and 4 that season yeah. it just uh, didn't a rookie of the year yeah it, yeah it didn't translate into oh this is something that might work i'm sorry actually he was the rookie of he the year. he was yeah uh zeke was the offensive rookie of the right year. that's what it was right <laughs> but it just didn't you know it just didn't translate to this is something that's going to maintain. I think all of us kind of thought, all of us who kind of watched it from the, first of all, it's the Dallas Cowboys, right? So you you felt like at some point the bottom was going to fall out because the bottom has been falling out since 1996. Ne- it's so crazy, though. Out of all of this that I, I have ever witnessed with the Cowboys, and no point did I over these last couple of years did I ever think it was going to be Dak. He, from what I've seen at, in Mississippi State with him and playing, you know, all those years, and be, he was always – that team didn't do anything without him. He was that team. He was the mature leader for that team. He was the stats leader. Every category. They, The reason they – they were ranked as high as, I, I don't know, what, four or fives at one mm-hmm. point with him there. Mississippi State. Right. It was all because of him. They haven't done anything since, and they didn't do anything before. Uh, first of all, the Cowboys have a lot to live up to. I know that the yeah, Cowboys have not been to the Super Bowl since 1996, but you might as well say it was yesterday because— That's another thing. He is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. That's not just being a, yeah. a quarterback. He probably would be under less scrutiny 
anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, Patrick Mahomes, I think, is a fantastic quarterback. I do think he... But it would be tougher for him if he was tougher. a cowboy. Exactly. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes could come in and do that. I was like, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that he has the mental to handle. I mean, that's exactly. a, that's a, a big stage. It's like, And I said the same thing about Lonzo Ball. I said, mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball is going to fail in L.A. because it's too big. For those of you guys who are new, I was diehard... Dallas Cowboy fan for a long time. I'm, I'm still a Cowboy fan. I'm is. just, I'm very much an anti Jerry Jones person. So, and I just can't co-sign on some something that he's affiliated with right now. But yeah, we we had a long, long, long conversation. About I don't know it. why he had to say long that many times though. <laughs> and the crazy thing, it, it wasn't long. It was just a lot of words. <laughs> Which is long. We had a lot of feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, yeah, I just can't co-sign on anything that man does, and I just don't believe he has pure intentions ever. But that's a that's a whole another story for another day. But what I do, what I am proud of, is the possibility. I actually truly love college football. Um, I just because it, it's it's first of all, it's nonstop. I don't like having to get up that early in the morning on a Saturday to watch it. I'm gonna say that, oh. but but sacrifices we make, right? So. Oh. Um, oh. Beauty rest, people. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Go to bed earlier. On a Friday? Anywho. Right, so. <laughs> I just, yeah, me neither. I just suck it up and get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Just kind of stumble out of bed. But I, I have always said for a long, long time that it makes no sense that these college athletes, be it football or basketball, bring in billions of dollars literally a year. And don't see a dime. And don't see a dime. And. Yeah. We, living here in California, are very proud to say that there's other people who think like us. Mm-hmm. California is, has unanimously voted to pass a bill. 72 uh, to zero. Yep. That would allow, so not necessarily going to get paid by the school. However, you can no longer penalize them if they get endorsements for their name, their brand, or things of that nature, which means they can get paid when for their, their, image, for and their image and likeness, which seems fair because we live in a world now where people are literally getting paid on Instagram for mm-hmm. doing makeup and things of that nature. So it seems fair. Um, yeah, you put them, I mean, you advertise them, you put them in all these commercials, right. especially leading up to the Heisman and all these other things in the college football commercials. You use these players' names, faces all over everything mm-hmm. and they don't see a dime. You say that you're, you know, you're paying their scholarship. Okay. But you're, okay, so you're paying for their education. Uh, they, Outside of their meal plan that you give them, they have a small stipend that's mm-hmm. supposed to last them for, honestly, it gets you by for a couple of weeks, but it's supposed right. to last them an entire semester. It just does not work. They're not allowed to have jobs. Mm-hmm. What are they supposed to do? You're right. putting them on a scholarship and then still telling the family, hey, you got to take care of them though still. Right. Like, what's the yeah, point? Yeah. And so. And then, um, and then on top of that, don't, you know, if you get injured and you can't play anymore, yeah. they take your education away. And, and well, I think what people forget too is, um, not all, but especially when you're talking about these starters in college and, and football and, and basketball, their education is, and I don't I'm not saying this as a negative, but it's secondary. Mm-hmm. They're not there to become doctors and lawyers or well, reporters, not all your you know? star athletes, all your linemen. It seems like they all have like five point Right, right. All right. the linemen and everybody. Right. <laughs> but you yeah. know, it's just it's just a different <clears throat> environment. But, you know, again, it, it was it warmed my heart because I've been saying this for like the last 12 years that this is stupid that these kids don't get paid. So I was shocked. Let me take this. Let me take that word back. Not shocked. When you understand who Tim Tebow is, it's yeah. not a surprising thing. It, it didn't surprise me. No. Um, but he 
Um, I also don't think he believes anything that he said. I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, so I'm, I'm going to show a real quick little clip right now of what Tim Tebow said emphatically. Okay, so here's my problem with this statement. It comes, look, for those of you guys who are easily triggered, get ready to pull it. It comes from a place of privilege. Right. Because. Yeah, I don't think that that was that far it, off. It, That's, yeah. it, it, it just does, because a lot. And I, I know people are going to get mad at me. This is one of the reasons why I think, especially us black people, we need to exclusively send our kids to HBCUs because we need to transfer some of that money back into our own communities, our own systems. Um, and then that would then we could circumvent some of these issues. Mm-hmm. But Tim Tebow was not hurting for money when he was in school. Tim Tebow flopped. Tim Tebow Horribly. was taken care of. He was taken care of. So that's he, why he didn't. He, did, he doesn't need to worry about what's happening to his family who might be struggling to make sure he can eat. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't come from that. So for him to, with such passion to the point where he gets red in the face, talk about this is they don't have passion. It's all about me. It's a very selfish thing. Hell yeah! If I can't eat, I'm selfish about that. Yes. <laughs> and Tim Tebow should be one of the last people because homie, if if you weren't already taken care of, you wouldn't have made any money unless it was in college. Right. You didn't do a damn thing. And I mean, you had your little spectacular run and you're kneeling and everything like that. And mm-hmm. you're and everything you, you're, you know, you beat the Steelers in a playoff game and things like that. But you Love weren't happens. good in the yeah, NFL you know, you at, all. at all. And, <laughs> and, and he, you know, he only money uh, would have came from college. Exactly. Exactly. And it, and, it, it it's disheartening to me and this is one of the reasons again i fall back to we need to send our kids to hbcu because when you don't understand what you're talking about then i can't even get you to see mm-hmm. i can't even get you to see my perspective and you're going to stay in this in this moment of privilege and ah, you can continue so you to get do passionate know perspective i do know perspective uh, okay <laughs> but my perspective isn't going to change if you a piece of anyway yeah <laughs> that was a side note sorry that was an insider <laughs> um but he he's never going to understand and it's not because he can't it's because he does not want to he doesn't need to that's right why. Yeah. no i see and i disagree with that no i because think we think he needs to he doesn't believe that he i'm needs gonna tell to. you why he does need to because if he if he is out here claiming Christian this, Christian this, I need to then you're a hypocrite at best. Because you need to understand where other people come from if you're little little Mr. Holy. And the fact that you don't lets me go back to why I really I'm gonna leave that alone. But you need to do better, Tim Tebow. But in the meantime, you guys, thank you so, so much for listening yes. to us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and that notification bell if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure you subscribe. Share this with your friends, guys. Follow me on all things social media at JRayTheFanatic. Follow Devontae. Hey, if you want to find me, it's just Devontae Ferguson, a.k.a. Devontae. Ooh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks to you again. We'll see you guys next week. See you next week. Bye.